Well, thanks for tuning in to the Drivecast. My name is Matthew, and I serve as the teaching pastor at our LifePoint Westerville campus. And uh, today we're going to be looking at Revelation chapter 3, verse 7 through 13. And in the uh, first couple of chapters of Revelation, we have seen Jesus addressing the seven churches in Asia. And these churches were being evaluated for their spiritual condition, for how faithfully they were following Jesus. And here Jesus is speaking to the church in Philadelphia. This is the sixth of the seven churches that Jesus addresses. And he begins by telling this church that he holds the key of David and that he has opened a door that no one can shut. And what does Jesus mean here? What is he saying? Jesus is saying that he holds the keys to the kingdom of God and to eternal life and that he alone has the authority to admit or to deny entrance into the kingdom. And he has now opened the door for the gospel to spread to the nations. And he has chosen to use the believers in this church in Philadelphia to be a part of that. This open door, it represented an opportunity for ministry. And unlike the other churches that we've looked at, Jesus doesn't have any words of critique for these believers. They haven't forsaken their love for Jesus. They haven't drifted away in their relationship with him. But instead, he affirms them for their perseverance and their endurance. They have kept the word of God. They have not denied the Lord. But he does acknowledge that they have very little strength on their own. They have plenty of opportunity for ministry, but very little ability. They don't have the power in themselves to make a difference for the kingdom. They weren't the biggest church. They weren't the wealthiest church. They weren't the most prominent or prestigious church. And it wasn't the kind of church that others would have expected great things from. But this is exactly why Jesus had chosen to use them. You see, when it comes to being used in the kingdom of God, Jesus isn't looking for the most talented. He's not looking for the the smartest or the most impressive. He's not looking for the one with the most resources and the most connections. He's looking for those who are pure in heart and who faithfully follow him. You know, this reminds me of when Samuel was looking for the next king of Israel. And he was out looking for the the strongest and the most impressive man. He had in his mind what a king should look like and be like. And he was looking for someone who fit that mold. But listen to what the Lord said to him. He said, do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. See, when it comes to the kingdom of God, Jesus doesn't pay attention to our outward appearance because strength and ability aren't what matter most. It's Christ's power within us that does. And Jesus specializes in using those who don't have enough strength on their own, but who rely on the Lord for their strength. I love Jesus' words to, to Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. He said, My grace is sufficient for you, For my power is made perfect in weakness. Jesus' power is perfected in our weakness. When we are weak, when we can't do it on our own, God's grace is sufficient for us. And his power is manifested in our weakness and in our inability. Jesus, he he finishes by, by telling this church that those who persevere and who remain faithful, they will be made a pillar in the temple of God. And they will have the name of God written on them, meaning that they will belong to the kingdom of God forever. They may be weak now, but Jesus 
will make them a pillar of strength. Jesus is looking to use those who remain faithful, who don't rely on their own strength and their own power and their own ability, but who look to God for his grace and his power to sustain them. I'm going to take a moment to to pray for us, and then I want to give you a chance to to pray as well. Father, we, we thank you that you don't judge us and you don't use us based upon our ability and our strength or our power. In fact, God, when we are weak, when we have come to the end of ourselves and we have nothing left, God, that is when you step in. We thank you for the promise that your grace is sufficient. And what you've called us to, as we're a part of your kingdom, this thing that we cannot do on our own, in our own strength, and our own power, we thank you for the power that you fill us with, for the Holy Spirit who guides us and leads us. And we thank you that you choose to use us despite our weakness. Ultimately, God, so that it is all for your glory and your fame and your honor. Jesus, we love you. And we pray all of this in your name. Amen.